0: Welcome to the Bippity boss podcast. My name is Alexis Boyette and I am a character entertainment specialist, business expert, and six figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping you achieve financial independence in the industry of magic. If you are looking to massively uplevel your business, your life, your finances, your productivity, and your success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be do and have anything your heart desires. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and the teachings that you need to create the business and lifestyle of your dreams. I know you will get so much value from these interviews, so thank you for pushing play today, and now let's begin. I am so excited because today I have Rebecca with Bibbidi Broward Events in South Florida with us today. She is incredible. She specializes in offering the best characters in Florida and we've been friends for so long and I'm just honored to know her and honored to work alongside her. So hi Rebecca,
1: welcome. Hi everyone. Thank you so much Alexis for having me today. Um, For those of you who don't know me, my name is Rebecca. I'm the owner of Bibbidi Broward Events here in sunny South Florida. And my company is built on compassion, character, integrity and professionalism. Um, I started my company back in late 2019, I would say. And I did my first party with my first performer as Elsa for my niece (laughs) and I fell in love with it. And then COVID hit. So it was a, it was an adjustment, um, but It was a period where I could think about what I wanted to offer and what I wanted my company to represent and the type of things um, I would do in my company. So type of characters, um, other services like face painting, um, but we specialize in princesses and mascots. And I'm so excited that I get to share all this information with you guys today because it's gonna help so many of you.
0: Yeah, I've had so many princesses reach out to me about wanting to incorporate mascots, but they just don't know where to begin because many of them, you know, many character entertainment company owners, myself included, specialize in face characters and are terrified of going to mascots because, you know, we're like, what games do we play? What do we do? Um, How do we charge, everything like that. So I'm so excited that you're going to be speaking on this today because you are definitely an expert in this category. And for anybody that has not visited Rebecca's Instagram already, she has the best Instagram and aesthetic you will ever see in your entire life. Like her website, her aesthetic, everything is beautiful. Um, like 10 out of 10, it's the prettiest princess aesthetic I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> so, so, Thank so, you. Yep. And I'm going to be putting a link to her Instagram and her website for all of you to check out because it's phenomenal. She works so hard at, on it and she does such a great job. So, that being said, we know why she started her business. Why did you decide to incorporate fur characters? How did that decision look for you?
1: Yeah, so I noticed that there was a huge demand for characters in my area. So, South Florida, we have a lot of cities, there's a lot of people, and essentially, there's a lot of parties going on. And my number one request was Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. I'm sorry, Mr. Mouse and Miss. (laughs) You're fine. We all know what it is (laughs) here. (laughs) So, we noticed that there was a lot of demand for that. So, originally, I was like, okay. I'm going to purchase my first mascots. So my first characters in mascots was Mickey and Minnie. And they weren't terrible mascots and they weren't the the greatest ones in the market. They were acceptable, they looked nice, and I felt comfortable sending that into parties. And they were a huge hit. They were were a big return on investment, they were awesome. And I didn't add any more mascots um, then. But recently I decided um, to sell those mascots because I partnered with another company in my area and they offer high quality mascots. And I'm like, that's what I represent. That's what my company represents. I offer high quality princesses and high quality mascots. Those two go together. So I reached out to them. And we created this professional relationship to where we would help each other cover events. And then I started outsourcing all my mascots from them. Huge, smart move. And I swear by outsourcing, I was so scared of it at first because I wanted all that control, but having someone else have those mascots and maintain them um, was like the best decision for my company.
0: Yeah. And then, so speaking on that, okay, so I want to reverse just a little bit. Whenever you first started coming out with your Mr. Mouse and Miss Mouse, um, what were you charging? Were you charging the same as your princesses or how did that look?
1: Yeah. So um, I offer attendance with my princesses. So I would say it's about, um, I would charge the same amount. My pricing has changed since then but um, I currently charge 280 for one hour mascot parties. And the thing about mascots is that you have to have an entertainer with them, because mascots, they can't talk, and they can barely see, <laughs> and their mobility is, is very limited. So you're always gonna have the entertainer. The entertainer is the one who is leading all the games. So you wanna make sure you have a good entertainer. The mascot is really there to say hello, and for pictures, and you know, they're just kind of there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then with your entertainer, did you have them like dress up in the same theme as the mascot? What kind of games did they
1: play? So, I recommend having your entertainer dressed up to the theme. So, if you're, you know, with Mickey Mouse, maybe you're wearing like a little cute Minnie Mouse dress with some ears and some pretty makeup, nothing like too extreme, just something simple to match the theme. Definitely recommend that. Or if you are on a budget, you can stick with like your company shirt and a tutu and maybe some ears. Uh, sometimes we do that. But in my packages, we have the one mascot, the one entertainer. A music speaker, rental with microphone, because you're going to have music. Okay. It's going to be a lot of music, a lot of games. And the point of the mascot parties is to get the kids up, energized. So that way, after the party, they can all take a nap. (laughs) So we make sure we're very interactive with them. You want to do freeze dance. You want to maybe do ring toss. We play hot potato. We um, play with a parachute. Kids love parachute. If you don't do parachute at your parties, you're missing out because parachutes are so fun for the little ones. And we like make waves and we go really, really fast. Um, so we're constantly being um, interactive and engaging with the kids. And then um, after we're done with all the games, we do happy birthday. You know, we, you know, cut the cake, what the parents do. And then this is a time where we take group pictures. So. In most of my packages, I do offer photography. However, in my mascot packages, I only take pictures of decorations and group pictures. That's it. And they get like a little online gallery after their party is over. So that way they can download all the pictures. um, So it's a nice like keepsake for the family.
0: Oh nice. And then so so we know and I I can actually speak on the Rainbow Parachute. Rainbow Parachute is amazing. <laughs> I love yeah. Rainbow Parachute. I did Rainbow <laughs> Parachute so many times with so many different characters. Definitely recommend that if you're not incorporating Rainbow Parachute into your games, do it. Um and then so with your mascots, you did mention that you outsource to another company. Is this a local company?
1: Yeah. So they're a local company. They're based in Miami. I'm based in Broward. So there's three main counties we service here in South Florida, Broward, Palm Beach, and Miami-Dade. And they're based in Miami. So sometimes when I have to send them out to a Palm Beach County, I have to pay them a travel fee.
0: Okay, and I'm, I'm assuming you incorporate that into your cost. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, absolutely. I do, tra- I do charge my clients travel fees based on the mileage.
0: Nice, and then how does that look like when it comes to the profit share between you and this other company?
1: So what I do is they gave me a set rate. Um, I asked them, okay, how much is it for um, these characters for one hour? And I usually do one hour parties, I don't extend it because one, it's too expensive since you're outsourcing and two, mascots, um, it's very tiresome and it gets really hot and it's more of a safety concern for the performers. So in terms of profit, I at least make a hundred dollars. I have to at least make a hundred dollars if I'm doing a mascot party. So I give them their set rate and that's it. So every time, I, so that's why I price my packages uh the way it's priced now, it's because I incorporate their rate into it. I incorporate the entertainer's rate and then I make sure I get that profit as well.
0: That's amazing. And I love that you do that. Great job doing your minimums, Queen.
1: So proud of you. Thank you. Thank you to Alexis. <laughs> She's the one who taught me. <laughs>
0: And then um, when it comes to working with this other company, I'm assuming you have great working relations, um, but have you ever actually had any requests? Because this is something that I experienced in my with my company is I had a lot mm-hmm. of people wanting mascots for 30 minutes that did not want to pay the mascot pricing.
1: Well, I never really had that um, situation happen to me before. Um, when clients ask for discounts, I don't offer discounts unless you are a military member. Like, you know, my husband's in the military. So I do give military discounts as like 10 bucks off. But other than that, you know, I explained to the clients, you know, our quality, the value that we provide and that they're usually like, oh, okay. And if they're still insisting on a discount, they go to another company. That's fine. They're not my dream client. And I have plenty of other clients wanting the authentic, Uh, mascots that we provide.
0: Wonderful! I love that, and I love that you don't lowball your prices. I love that you don't, you know, accommodate those lowball offers for your services because you know your value and you know your worth because you're a queen.
1: Yes,
0: (laughs) (laughs) preach. Yes, and then um, okay, so we talked about some of the games that you include in the mascot performance. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have? So I know that you only did Miss Mouse and Mister Mouse like temporarily through your company before Mm -hmm. you started working with this other mascot company, but For your performers, like let's say this, there's a company owner that wants to include mascots, but there's no one in the area that provides them. So they would have to purchase all their own mascot gear and supply the Mm. performer and do the performance. What tips or recommendations
1: would you give them? Okay, so if you're looking to purchase mascots, one, it's a heavy investment. If you want nice mascots, you're gonna have to pay a pretty penny. There are a lot of horrendous looking mascots on the market that are cheap. You'll find those on Amazon and eBay. So be mindful because um, there's a lot of important points that I want to bring up to all the company owners Um, because I was, you know, once upon a time, I was purchasing mascots and I weighed out the pros and cons. So you really want to first look at the seller. Is the seller reliable? there are so many sketchy sellers online. I've been scammed by the person who sold my, um, sold me the Mickey and Minnie mascot. There was a picture of a different one and I received, it was still nice, but it was different. It was not what I paid for. <laughs> um, so you definitely wanna see what the seller's ratings are. Ask like the Facebook groups, what your experience was, what the experience was. So definitely do your research before buying. Beware of eBay. (laughs) eBay is so scary. So I do have a list of vendors um, that I will be sending to Alexis because I will be here all day if I'm naming each and every one, my experience and what they charge. But I will have a list for you guys, um, only for the members (laughs) because it took me so long to find um, Reliable people who actually sell um, nice mascots and that are not sketchy or shady. So, all that information is going to be down there for uh, you guys to check out. So, the next thing you want to look at is quality. So, not just in looks, but what is it made out of? Um, my mascots, when I purchased it, it was made out of like there's foam on the inside, and your face would literally press against it like this. So it's not very sanitary for multiple performers. We tried cleaning it the best we could, but there's gonna be bacteria that's gonna build up over time. Um, you also wanna make sure that the costume itself, like what is it made out of? Is it made out of foam? Cause ours on the inside was to where it started to um, break apart and deteriorate over time. So, you want to make sure you get something that's going to last okay and in terms of price prices are going to range from for good mascot i would say starting at 300 mm, all the way to two grand so you just have to kind of be smart when you're going to purchase mascots so on that note i recommend starting out with the most popular don't get all the mascots do not do that <laughs> okay get this is what's most popular for me it could be different for for all of you guys but for me Mickey and Minnie number one invest in a good Mickey and Minnie please please <laughs> because Mickey and Minnie are like the iconic Disney characters as soon as you think Disney you're gonna be thinking Mickey Mickey is everywhere you can see the shape of Mickey you instantly know who that is so it's such an iconic face and it's so recognizable. You want to make sure you represent that um, properly and not cut corners with that mascot. Okay? Cuz if you purchase a ratty looking Mickey Mouse, people and we've are We've all seen know. them. We've all, yes, seen, we've, them. We've <laughs> all <laughs> seen them. <laughs> Please do not be a horror story because when it comes to mascots like I said earlier, people like mascots for pictures. And you don't want families to look back at the pictures and be like, oh, that that, that wasn't a good mascot. That, that doesn't look good. And, you know, you don't want to have that bad reputation for your company. So definitely highly recommend investing in a good Mickey and Minnie. And I will have the resources for you guys to reach out to those vendors as well. Okay. So number one. Okay. Mickey and Minnie. All right. Number two, I have Baby Shark. Baby shark has been so popular for us, and I was not expecting it to, but it's very, very popular. Baby shark parties are all over, um, and they're really fun to do. Uh, we do the baby shark dance. do and... Yeah, mm-hmm. it's stuck in my head on replay. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, the next one, I'm not sure if this is going to be uh, just a wave of popularity, but we have Coco Melon parties. Lots of cocoa melon, so we have like the baby and the actual watermelon. But if you just want one mascot, get the baby, get the baby from cocoa melon. And my final recommendation is to get Toy Story, so Woody and Buzz, those are um, popular for us as well. So if you start out with those, you'll be set for a while, and you'll for the Mickey and Minnie, especially huge return on investment. Highly recommend those. So if you're gonna be purchasing mascots, get those first, see how it goes. Because with the other mascots, you may not get that many bookings and it may not be a smart um, choice to invest in all these other characters when they're just gonna be sitting in your inventory for God knows how long. So just be a little smart about that.
0: Yeah, and I agree with Rebecca, everyone, because, You know, Danny in Australia, if you listen to the podcast with her, she does not do mascots, but she does get a lot of requests for mascot type characters, like um, the characters from Sing. And she's also done Baby Shark and Paw Patrol, but she makes face character versions of them, which I have also done with my company. But also, I've experienced times where I've done like an incredible, you know, face character mini and none of the kids liked it. None of the kids wanted to engage with it. So if you do create a face character, um, that is typically a mascot, just understand that the kids might not be as engaged and the client might not want it. It's always a good option to throw out there and to see if the client's interested, but they might not be. Now, that being said, Rebecca, what would you recommend for anybody that's going to be performing as a mascot?
1: Oh, I have so many tips and tricks (laughs) on this. I train so many people on how to be in a mascot suit because it's very, very different. Okay. A lot of people have that expectation. It's going to be comfortable and there's going to be fans in there and you're going to be nice and and cozy, but no, it's, it's not like that. (laughs) Get that idea out of your head, throw it away. (laughs) So it depends really on the mascot you have. So owners, keep this in mind when you're purchasing a mascot, make sure it's safe because not many people talk about this, but mascot heads shouldn't be heavy because this can be a danger to your performer. If they move the wrong way, they can injure their neck. And make sure the mascot is safe, okay? Um, because you want, when you look at the Disney parks and you see Mickey on the parade float and he's moving around so freely, it's because the the, the head is not heavy, it's lightweight. So that way the performer can make these animated motions um, with ease and it looks very, um, Looks very natural, I would say. (laughs) Yeah. So that's one, okay. So when it comes to performing as a mascot, you wanna make sure all of your movements are exaggerated because if you're, you know, if you're waving on a face character, it does not look like that as a mascot. It just looks like you're moving like an inch or two because you're big, you're a big mascot. So you have to make big moves. So if you're waving, I better see your hand all the way up in the air saying hello. <laughs> and when it comes to mascots, you always, you think of it like being a mime, uh, like a mime, okay? And, when you're trying to communicate with people because you can communicate with people without talking you can use your 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 motions and uh your body language so with mascots if you know you're celebrating a birthday you can sing like do this <laughs> for for those of you watching on the video um but look at what the disney parks does like watch videos of mickey interacting with the guests or Minnie interacting with the guests look at their body uh movements and how um, they're able to communicate a message without using any type of, you know, voice. Okay. So exaggerated movements. Okay. Exaggerated movements. Just put that in your head. Okay. Um, another thing, when you are performing as a mascot, you must have a blackout suit. Um, many people just throw on a little t-shirt and some shorts, but no, one, it's for, um, sanitary reasons. We don't want your, body sweat and cooties to be all over the mascot costume. Um, And two, you want to make sure there's no skin showing. I made this mistake when I first started out and when I was performing as Mickey, I raised my hand and then my sleeve went down and my glove was exposed and then my skin was exposed. And I was like, oh no, when I was looking at the pictures and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so bad. So wear a blackout suit because it'll cover everything. So that way, if your costume does ride up, you know, it's blacked out and it's not noticeable. And get one that covers your head because I've had a lot of females who were portraying mascots. Their hair would slowly fall down and then you'll see the hair creeping out of the mascot head. So blackout suits are so important <laughs> and they're not that expensive either. You can find a bunch on Amazon. So. Definitely recommend that. Um, When it also comes to performing, make sure you stay hydrated because South Florida heat, it's very hot in summer and we've done um, summer parties in a mascot. So you want to make sure you stay hydrated. I tell my girls, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate um, because once you're in that mascot, it's very hard to take a break um, without the kids seeing you Um, because you you don't want to ruin that magic for the kids. Okay? Uh, there's no talking while you're in the mascot unless you're doing something really cool. Um, like I used to offer Talking Mickey as one of my services. And when I would talk, I would do his voice. Um, I will demonstrate. Hiya, pal. <laughs> so I would do his voice. And when I was talking, I would shake my head to look like I was moving my lips. but I, But I wasn't, you know, but I was making it seem like I was actually talking. Um, And that was very popular for a while, but um, I stopped doing that because I wanted it to be consistent and uh, not everyone could do the Mickey voice. So, um, but no talking. So don't talk to the kids by your mask. Um, Try and keep it with your movements. That's how you communicate movements. And your entertainer is the one that's going to be doing all the instructions for the games, and you just kind of follow along. Um, make sure you have a game plan when you're going to perform as a mascot. You always want to talk it over with the entertainer or the person that you're with, um, see what you're doing first. So that way you have an idea of where to go, what to do, um, because when you're in a mascot, sometimes it's hard to hear. So you want to make sure you're mentally prepared and that you're aware of your surroundings. Um, always, make sure to look down before you move because a kid might be wrapped around your leg (laughs) and you might run over them. So just make sure to observe your surroundings um, and just be mindful where you step, you could trip. So these are all little things just to take into account. Um, Other than that, uh, make sure you know who your character is at the end of the day. You wanna make sure you hit those mannerisms right. You know, Mickey and Minnie's mannerisms are very, very different. And like you would see see that Minnie's mannerisms are very girly and feminine. So you wanna make sure you incorporate that into Minnie's performance. So know your character. And I think that those are all the tips I have. Oh, I have one more. I recommend only doing one hour performances and here's why. Um, Doing multi-hour performances can be very tiring. It could um, be, uh, I would say, what's the word? Um, It's not really safe in my opinion, okay? Um, If you do multi-hour performances, make sure there's breaks. Do not have your performer constantly perform. There's no way that's happening. Um, Especially if you're in the sun, you need to make sure your um, performer is at least shaded most of the time because it gets so hot in there, very, very hot. So you wanna make sure you don't overwork your performer. I've had performers give me a lot of feedback saying, wow, that hour felt like forever. So keep it at one hour and try and sell that package um, to your clientele. If they want um, a multi-hour event, kind of explain to them the pros and cons and explain that their performer will need breaks. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I think those are all the performance tips I have.
0: Wonderful. And then um one last question I want to ask. Well, actually, I'm gonna ask two questions, but this is like the <laughs> second, second, second to ask. last question. Um what would you recommend to a business owner that has never approached a mascot company? Let's say there is one in their area, but they don't know how to approach that potential collaboration. Okay. So
1: I would start out keep it very I would I, I'm not gonna say casual but be friendly about it. Say, hey, you know, I offer this and I think it'd be a really great idea to collaborate. You know, you can gain some more income and companies really like it if you use them exclusively. Like if you're gonna do this collaboration, find that one good mascot company and go to them for all of your mascot requests. That's gonna help, them agree because they're like, oh, okay, they're gonna be using me exclusively. I'm okay with lowering my rate, giving them that exclusivity discount, um, so that way I can get more bookings. So definitely be friendly and just build that build that relationship because you guys help each other out. So if you go to them, they may you know need your help as well. So if that company says no, okay, move on to the next best one. So try and find the nicest looking one. Um, to outsource because you know you'll be getting the most out of your buck and essentially you'll be representing your company better because when I um, subcontract the the mascots for my company they're under me when they're performing for my parties it's represented as Bibbidi Broward not the other company so you know just keep that in mind you know so keep it friendly don't be scared and just reach out to them the worst thing they could say is no
0: That's right, ladies. And then um, when it came to creating that package and that pricing with them, did you pitch packaging and pricing to them or did you ask them their rates?
1: So I first asked them their rate because, you know, I appreciate the quality they bring to the table and I want to make sure I pay them, you know, appropriately. So I asked them their rate and they also asked me mine and we kind of work out to see what works and what doesn't. So you kind of want to like sit down, talk. don't do it over text, <laughs> do it over the phone, talk it out, make sure everything is clear. Okay. You don't want any miscommunication. Um, so I would usually ask for their rate. And if it's too high, you know, talk to them, say, okay, can we do this? Can, can, can we do that? Um, just work it out. That's, that's really all the advice I have for that.
0: Nice. Well, thank you so much for providing all of this valuable insight to any company owner that wants to incorporate mascots into their business. Everyone, you can feel free to reach out to Rebecca if you have any additional questions when it comes to your mascot performances or anything to do with her business or anything like that. Maybe you just want to be her best friend because she's an incredible (laughs) person. (laughs) Thank you. That's cool too. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by visiting me on Instagram at Bippity Boppity bankrolls, or visit me on my website at bippityboppitybankrolls.com. I love, and I adore you. And I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. Have a magical day.